Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Jessica. And I'm Andrew. And this is Swimcast. Thanks for coming back. So for those of you just joining us, this is the podcast where I make Andrew watch teen girl movies from the 90s that I was a big fan of for the most part, but Andrew missed out on completely because he was a grown-ass man living in Japan. That's right. There's a bit of an age gap between us. So when Jessica was watching these movies, I was going to bars in Osaka, so... (laughs) (laughs) That sounds way cooler all of a sudden. I'm jealous. I was like, just luxuriating in my nostalgia, and now I'm like, oh, I had the worst teen years ever. (laughs) Everybody had the worst teen years ever. Oh, that's true. That is kind of the point of this podcast and all of these movies. Yes, unless you were part of the 1% of high school kids. Those those one percenters who had the beautiful feathered hair, at least that was an 80s thing. <laughs> yeah, unless you were part of the one percent in high school, high school sucked for everybody. I'm trying to think of what the 1996 version of feathered hair was. Frosted tips. Was, oh my god, it was so frosted tips. It was a thousand percent frosted tips. And puka shells. Puka shells. Oh no, that was a bit later. That was oh, okay. a tiny bit later. Frosted tips and like Tommy Hilfiger jeans and like <laughs> baby crop tops. <laughs> like, and yeah, yeah, we'll see a lot of this fashion in, in these movies, I'm sure. <laughs> It'll bring it all back to me. I think I've blocked it out for the time being. So yes, I did watch teen movies, but of a different era. Some of those I've seen, and they're they're way more classic. The 90s was a particularly rich stew of hot garbage, <laughs> cinematically speaking. I'm going to say the 80s teen movies are more classic, but yeah. that's just me but they're being your a nostal- jerk. It's you luxuriating in <laughs> your nostalgia. <laughs> I try very hard not to be nostalgic. I try to be in the now, keeping on top of things, following BTS and all of that. <laughs> Being like down with the, what the cool kids are into. Yes, knowing all the dank memes. <laughs> yeah, meme lord Andrew. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. So it has actually been quite a while. Uh, yeah, like over a month. Well over a month since the two of us have gotten together to watch a movie for the, for the show. Because uh, a lot of life has happened <laughs> in this yeah. past. Shit gets busy. Yeah. I'm just going to mention that uh, when we started this podcast, uh, we had a cat who I was hoping was going to be the show's mascot, Molasses. But at the time, even when we started the podcast, Molasses, well, she was a senior citizen. She was getting up there in age for a cat. Senior catism, thank you, Caroline. She was getting up there in age and she had a lot of health issues and we were taking her to the vet quite a lot and she was not doing well. Turns out she had a lot more issues than anyone knew, which was unfortunate. And so we did lose molasses earlier this year. So 
I'm kind of glad I didn't introduce her as a mascot on episode one. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so some time has passed and now we have two new cats that we've adopted from Volcra, which is the Vancouver Orphan Kitten Rescue, Kitten Rescue Association. Yes, Volcra. So we have a mother cat and her what? daughter. <laughs> Little baby kitty. Little baby kitty. Yeah. So we have the mother, Oran, which is orange in Malay and Welsh. That's a strange combination of languages. There's a couple of languages. So the mother's Oran and the kitten is Pico, like orange Pico tea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should explain. They're both red tabbies, which uh, translates into them being very orange. Orange. Those are way more creative names than a friend of my parents have an orange cat, like a marmalade cat, and they call it orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a friend in high school. His cat's name was Cat, and the dog's name was Girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, my aunt and uncle currently have a gray cat that... Well, my aunt is trying to make blue happen as her name because she's almost so gray, she's almost blue, but no, no, she is gray kitty to everyone else. <laughs> that is her name. Well, because in the cat world, a uh, gray cat is actually a blue. Yeah. Yeah, so oh. that's cool. Yeah. Blue. No, but she's gray kitty as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as Caroline is a bit off mic, I'll just repeat gray cats are called blue. Yeah. Are actually blue are actually blue thank you right now the two cats are kind of quiet uh maybe kitten will go a little crazy later we might hear her voice <laughs> she has a high squeaky voice but right now she's being a good kitty and sleeping i think yeah they're chilling on the cat tower yes it's, it's been hot it is yes <laughs> <laughs> we've finally gotten to some late spring weather it's, it's summer i'd say this it is feels, summer weather feels summery. got like all the windows open fans on mm. it's hot so that's uh recent news for us other than sneaking in a trip to see family between cats what about you jessica anything new for you and the... no no <laughs> <laughs> same old same old working my ass off as usual Actually, my friend and I are preparing, like we're going away for a couple of weeks. A friend uh, of mine and I to the UK in about less than five weeks now. So just planning oh, for that, right, right. getting you, stoked for that. Told me about Yeah, that. so yeah, but now it's becoming real. Like we're trying to, cause in my mind, like in the old days when you wanted to see something, when you're on vacation, you go, you queue up, you buy a ticket, but now everything you pre-purchase online. So a bunch of the stuff yes. we wanted to do is already sold out. Like oh. my number one thing I wanted to do was go to Highclere Castle, which is where they filmed Downton Abbey. And it's already sold out for the day that we're going to be passing by. So I'm, wow. I'm like, oh no, I, I'm emailing them. I'm like, please, 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 please. <laughs> do you have like a wait list? They say they hold some tickets for day of, so that's a big uh, oh, knock on wood for that fingers one. Fingers crossed, yes. Oh my god, I'm, uh, we're gonna nerd out so bad on this trip. It's gonna be like a, a tour of obscure fandoms. Yes, but <laughs> you are obsessively obsessed with the royal family and yeah. the Victorian age. Yeah, the Victorian age of the Tudor age specifically. Tudor age. Okay. Oh my god, don't even, don't, no, no one dare challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, the Tudors, the Tudor age and the Victorian age, I'm very, very much interested in. So like any sort of period costume drama that comes out, like that's my jam, I'm into oh. it. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that does nothing for me. I'm into the space age or maybe period Chinese dramas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if we've mentioned the podcast before, but when I was in China, when I was traveling in China, watching TV, I saw one of these period Chinese yeah. dramas. And I kind of called it like Chinese Game of Thrones. Except it is a like, bit like that, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was called the Qing Dynasty, I think. But like, mm. I don't know what was happening. It was all in Chinese. And it was like combination, like really low production values, but also really high production values. There was no special right. effects, but they actually had like legit 8,000 extras. <laughs> There's <laughs> also other ones. I'm more into the, the fantasy ones with gods and goddesses and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon style, which I've never seen. <laughs> this is my only point of reference. Uh, it's a little different than that because these are there's actually deities and stuff. That sounds kind and of dope. There were a lot of special effects which were surprisingly pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, we're getting way off <laughs> topic here. But yes, I, I we're like, getting I more like niche shows. than yes. the niche that is this podcast. <laughs> but uh, Netflix is carrying more of them. I, I was just looking last night and there's a whole slew of new Chinese period dramas that are available. Those are not visible to my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> they're there. They're there. <laughs> and Netflix just says, hey, you want these, don't you? <laughs> No, that, not for me. They say, hey, you want this other BBC miniseries? <laughs> because I think my friend once upon a time made me watch the Michael Bolton Valentine's Day special. Oh, I have like also this niche totally recommendations of, of like really broad, terrible comedy. Although I did watch the new um, Lonely Island special, which was so <laughs> weird, but it, it, it was really funny. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. The premise is there are Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire in the 1980s, the baseball players for the Oakland Athletics, who also recorded a rap album <laughs> oh. <laughs> about like steroid use. Like it's so weird. There are it's a so lot weird. of these weird things from this, uh, even from the 70s, where they get athletes to sing or later rap. Bad oh, ideas. Yeah. All of them are bad ideas. I feel like, I'm pretty sure, like, there was, like, a Mike Tyson one. Probably. I feel like this was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OJ? Did OJ have an album? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was called I Didn't Do It. No, oh, that yeah. was his book, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. But if, no, I, but if I had done it, I would have done this. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I don't watch enough Netflix that the algorithm really works for me. Unlike Spotify, yeah. the algorithm is shockingly good at suggesting things uh, for me. Although I think the algorithms think I'm Korean. <laughs> Speaking of algorithms, we're really gonna like fuck up your Netflix one today because that brings us to today's film. 
Bring oh, it on. <laughs> I don't so, care. I don't care yeah, so if, if you're you gonna, wreck my We're watching every algorithm. available teen movie on Netflix. So Andrew's Netflix is going to be real confused. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Screw you, Netflix. <laughs> I'll teach you to collect my data. <laughs> that, that, that makes that little part of my brain that wants to stick it to the man, <laughs> even though I really look like the man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the small minority that really likes when the internet captures all my data because it makes life so easy. My Google just knows what I'm thinking before I do. <laughs> it's helpful. <laughs> It reads my calendar, and so like it like for example, a couple weeks ago when I went to go see the Avengers, I think it read my email, saw that I had a ticket, and only after I saw it did it start giving me Avengers spoilers in my feed. Oh, <laughs> it's a bit creepy, wow. but wow, I appreciated okay. it. But you know, the AI is gonna eventually take this data, build a robot Jessica, put the data into it, and then it can get rid of you. Cool, then that robot Jessica can go to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> then real Jessica can go chill on a beach somewhere. I, I don't think the AI is going to allow that. Oh, it'll murder me? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already planning to be murdered by ghosts. Murdered by ghosts? Yeah, Victorian ghosts. It's part of our UK tour. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm not a ghost believer. I only am in the context of Victorian age ghosts oh, haunting only... abandoned churches. <laughs> yes. Okay, have, did we even mention what the movie was? Did we? I, I, I started to, and then we, we, I, we I, got I, off track again. Okay. Yeah, so uh, today we're going to watch Bring It On, which is only, I'm going to call it a 90s movie because it was filmed in the 90s for having been released in the year 2000. Okay. So in some ways, I think the year 2000 is more 90s than the 90s. It was peak, peak oh. all of these yes. tropes. Everything we've been seeing so far, we'll see it amplified. I think this is when it kind of reached its peak. When people talk about the various decades, like 70s and the 80s and the 90s, they never work nicely from yeah. 1980 it's to like 1990. The five to the five almost. Yes, that's Isn't exactly it? what I was yeah. going to say. It's usually 75 to 85 is really the, the peak 80s. Yeah. And 86 to 95 90, yeah. is peak 90s. Yeah. It, that's what I've always found. I think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might just be like, to do our ages work thusly that like it just so happened that we were like in the middle on those like <laughs> decade years so we think mm. we think those are the peaks because I in the year 2000 I would have been 17 so like up and down either side of that no that's coincidence <laughs> <laughs> our perceptions are superior okay yes <laughs> so this is a movie that I don't think think I've seen, but Caroline is suggesting that maybe I have seen this and successfully blotted it out <laughs> of my mind because Caroline was suggesting spirit fingers, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it a ton. I think I've seen it once or twice and it's been a long time. Like the things I remember, it's cheerleaders. Okay. It's Kirsten Dunst. There's a lot of cheer puns, so <laughs> looking forward to that. Yeah, so I guess without further ado, 
Bring it on. Oh. <laughs> but um. Oh, I'm welcome. I'm dead. <laughs>
They're like, oh, we need a token Asian. Call whatever her name is. I, yeah. I Googled her name. Her last name is Feldstein or something. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We were watching the credits because we, we tend to watch for the names of who all the people were and for what the music was. Because yeah. the music here was Weak super soundtrack. generic, Weak. no big names. But as we're watching the credits, the carpenter, one of the carpenters happens to be Tim Burton. <laughs> I want to like make believe that it's the Tim, Tim Burton, Burton yeah. who just moonlights as a carpenter, like a set carpenter <laughs> on really shitty movies. He just can't get enough of sets that he has to moonlight as a carpenter. Yeah. I mean, maybe if we watch it back and look real closely, there'll be like weird spooky shit thrown yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're missing some scissor stuff. Oh no! Oh, stop, wait, doing wait. stop doing that! Stop doing that! Oh I'll my stop. god! I'll stop making scissor motions. Yeah, with my stop saying that word too. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So let's get to the music then. Yeah, uh, weak soundtrack. Yeah, no real big names other than Bewitched. Oh, be which we had to look up even because I didn't recognize it. The only song during the movie, other than the y'all ready for this 90s mm. track over and over, was Cherry Pie, that like hair metal song oh, <laughs> during the audition montage. Which is a total 80s song, too. Which, ironically, they didn't use for the Bikini Car Wash. That's like perfect Bikini right. Car Wash song. <laughs> but yeah, there was no like 2000s, 1999, like big hits. No, or there was none. no Christina, there was no Britney. There was but, no in yeah, there was no in sync, but, but in the credits, one of the tracks featured Joey Fatone. Jessica <laughs> almost lost her freaking mind. I was mind. just glad that there was some semblance of 90s aughts pop culture that was staying. Right. And uh and 50 Cent was involved in one of the tracks oh, yeah. somewhere. Fe Although, featuring 50 Cent, but who but knows where I that don't remember hearing Fiddy. Fiddy. And that was got, kind he, of pre-peak. He got shot Fiddy. nine times. Yeah, it was pre-peak Fiddy. Because he was more Go early shorty, 2000s. It's birthday. Yeah. Drink party like it's your birthday. birthday. Yeah. That was when by the time I was going to Death Herb. So <laughs> That was, yeah, that would have been later than this by a few years. Right. Wow. Yeah. There were not, <laughs> all, all of the band names were. Sister to sister. I like vaguely remember there was a period where they just, record companies were trying to churn out and just like, they're just literally throwing shit at the wall to see what stuck. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, oh, but every more generation. pop music, more pop music. Oh yeah, I guess that's Every generation true. throws shit at the wall, I guess hoping it's true. gonna stick. Yeah. That's true. Oh, and the the cheer at the very beginning with very questionable lyrics, uh, <laughs> words, let's say not lyrics, but questionable cheers that I'm sure would have had to have been vetted by at least the gym teacher or oh, some no, sort that of was, teacher. It was the dream sequence. It was the dream sequence. Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah. that makes a little more sense. <laughs> but also, but in the context of that, in talking about vetting, there was a bunch of teens screaming, nice rack, at a topless teenager. So that that in itself needs to be uh... But you can tell 
Well, it came out in 2000, but it was made in the late 90s. Well, yeah, it would have been 99. I, I don't think they were like on a four-year shoot for this. Right. I, it was literally probably filmed in August 99, and it came out. The, the check, the prize check at the competition said February 11th, 2000. So I think we're talking oh, okay. looking at a six-month film, edit, release, promo window. <laughs> right. But the, the fact that the the crowd reaction is just like hooting and hollering, which to be expected, mm-hmm. but nobody has a camera at this point. Oh yeah. Today. Okay. That, there's a break in it down. There's a break in it down for millennials that oh, yeah. nobody had a camera to pull out and, and take a, a picture. Yeah. There was the TV camera and like the official photographer, but not even any point and shoots. Nobody had their like disposable right. Kodaks. Yeah. That's like, oh yeah. I didn't even yeah. notice that. There was, there nobody was, had anything in their hands. There were no cell phones in this movie. There were cordless right. phones, but there's no, no cell phones. No cell phones. Even I think the older movies we've seen have had cell phones because they were the rich kids. Clueless had cell phones. That was five yeah. years before this. Weird. Nobody had the Nokia brick. <laughs> I guess they couldn't get on their product placement. Oh, the one product placement I did notice was the was judges that? at the cheer competition said cheer by Claire's, the, the oh, teen accessory teen store right? that I think has just gone bankrupt. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, that can't be the There the wasn't Claire's. much product placement that yeah. I can think of, other than that brand new VW bug that Eliza Dushku. No, oh, I didn't Eliza Dushku, when they drive to Compton in this brand new oh. shiny vehicle, I I think that was a VW bug. Yeah, brand, it was brand spanking. But do you new. think that was product placement or just a symptom of the time? They're like, what was kind of the the funky cool girl drive in 1999 a brand new Beatle. i am willing to concede that because they certainly didn't pull a focus and oh, close yeah. up right and onto the logo or and anything zoom out. yeah yeah that's true huh but is is that something because i i put down in my breaking it down for millennials public nudity dream is that is that still a thing you think so in is, real life or as a trope in movies? As a, Well, it's a trope in movies, and I'm sure everybody, because of the trope in movies, <laughs> has a dream where they're, like, embarrassed about being thing. I think naked in thing. public. I don't think I've had that dream, but, I re- like, a couple of weeks ago, a mutual friend of ours was saying that that's his recurring nightmare. <laughs> so it is a thing. <laughs> I, it is a thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Names redacted to protect the, the innocent. innocent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, jumping back to the music, the cool new kid, Elijah Dushku, uh, Missy's brother. Cliff. Cliff? Well, what teenage... Oh, I was just about to say what teenager is named Cliff, but I legit had a friend named Cliff in high school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did not. I didn't... Yeah. The only Cliff I know is from Cheers. Oh yeah, the or, TV show. Or, yeah, it wasn't a Huxtable Cosby, Bill Cosby. He was was Cliff, he Cliff? Huxtable. Heathcliff, yeah. Heathcliff. Yeah, he was Cliff. Okay, Huxtable. let's not get on a Cosby. Oh yeah, All right. he's canceled. Yeah. And also dead yet? No. No, no not quite. <laughs> was blind and in prison. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Anyway, jumping back to Cliff. Okay. Yeah. Because he's he's the cool rebel brother. 
I'm sorry, I clicked my pen and Andrew just gave me a dirty look. ASMR. Stop it! It's not <laughs> sorry. an ASMR. Okay, it's sorry. Cool shout it. Anyway. <laughs> cool rebel brother yeah. of Missy is Clef. Yeah. And, you know, he's the kid who's into the the clash, which by this point is a retro band, which yeah. oh, yeah. kind of hurts me to hear that <laughs> because yeah, everything was, everything he's into is actually from my era. Yeah, and it was all retro, and this movie is 20 years old. Like, we talk about the year 2000, mm. like, it's not too long ago, but it was, I, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And so he's into The Clash, and I noticed he had a, a poster on this wall of the band The Cramps. Oh, yeah, Elvis Costello. Oh. He was sitting at the cheer competition reading The Naked Ape. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he you was know. just way too cool. Yeah, but they used that as a direct cut because then they went from him to Torrance, Christian Dunst calling her boyfriend at college, and he had a Matchbox 20 poster and a right. Sugar A poster. Oh, and and uh, the sums. Sum 41. Oh, Sum 41. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're like, those things are cool. This other guy is such a loser. Right. <laughs> Which of that music has lasted? 20 additional years. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, I still do listen to some Sugar Ray and some Matchbox 20 on the <laughs> on the 90s station on my satellite radio that I keep forgetting to cancel in my car. Yeah, and that boyfriend that she has, the one that goes off to college. Wait, Aaron. Aaron. He's the kind of slimy guy who acts different when parents are around. Oh, he, yeah. He thinks he's getting away yeah, with it. Yeah, he that. thinks he's pretending to be all like, hi, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, I'm a Boy Scout. But yes. no, they know. They, they read, know that They he's... read him for filth. He yeah. is garbage. Yeah, I put down Creeper. <laughs> yeah. Did I write anything about him specifically? No, I don't have anything about him specifically. Just like, but like all of the boys in this movie, like... He's, he's not as much of a Creeper as some of the guys in other movies we've seen. True. I mean, he's just kind of he's, a... He's not you know, he's trying not, to manipulate her, really. Yeah, he's just kind he's of an just, ass. Yeah, he's... he's yeah. yeah, he well, he goes off to college and he, like, sleeps with someone at college. That's mm -hmm. a pretty much trope. But yeah, he's not manipulating her. He's not gaslighting her, really. Or she, no. even though he kind of tries, she sees right through his bullshit. So I kind of right. respected that. And that was... Uh, gaslighting light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not gaslighting. He was just like, heavy. maybe you're not, you're a great cheerleader, but maybe you're not a leader. So then she just threw that right back at him. <laughs> oh, because I also wrote down boyfriend, future CEO, because the way he oh, talks dude. is, is yeah, so much like the type. This guy is being groomed that he would go on and he's got the looks. And he's got the way of talking to people that a CEO <laughs> gross. would, yeah, gross. yeah. Oh, oh, you just added an extra level of gross. <laughs> All of the men in this movie. Well, let's let's get on to the cute boys, okay. of which there were none. Because all of the boys in frosted tips. Frosted, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a I'm lot so of glad you, you reminded me right before we watched because the very first scene it was just egregious <laughs> frosted tips. I know it made you laugh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, they have frosted tips. Write that down, all cats. <laughs> but like, all the guys were just sort of that. That even the cheerleader guys who they kept making gay jokes about, but they were still all these macho, square jaw. Like yeah. jock types. 
And one guy I wrote down that he was a proto Taylor Lautner, which is like, <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, yes. Oh, and I wrote bum chins. <laughs> you know, like oh, the class they, chin, they have bum chins. <laughs> and like the frosted tips, none of this, none of this is doing it for me. <laughs> And then the Cliff that they try to play off as, like, the bad boy to, like, cater to those people. I wrote down Cliff. Who does he look like? Question mark. And then it came to me. He looks like Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. <laughs> From Office Space. And he was Burger on Sex and the City. Nothing. Oh. Yeah. Not Anyways. ringing bells. Anyway. Yeah, like, it was just, it's very unappealing. Uh, <laughs> I also had a note here, again, in the stereotypes of high school kids. These are the guys who were clearly in their late 20s oh yeah of course <laughs> well i mean yeah totally unrealistic yeah mm. but yeah because no one no one in high school looks like these people <laughs> these 24 year old actors right yeah I, and, oh and there was something in the middle of the movie i just turned and asked you did you have cheerleaders or a cheerleading squad no. and just, you know you said no no it's an american thing Yes, this is such an American thing. Yeah. I, there might be some cheerleading squads these days. Yeah, I mean, or even, but, like, schools that have, mm, like, decent sports teams might have, like, right. the girls with the pom-poms at the games, but there's no, like... They're not a squad. Yeah, the competitive, competitive cheer. Right. Yeah, there was none yeah. of that. I mean, maybe... I'm trying In to my think, high school days. Like, everyone I know with kids, their kids are probably too young still for cheer i think my niece probably if it was a thing my niece who's 15 would be totally into it so it must not exist right she's into dance like there's like dance squads and stuff but the school spirit excessive school spirit cheer thing is so american yes like, it's college yeah. football it's the same it's like that's <laughs> such yeah not a thing that we have it's the Canadian psyche that we're just dark and jaded. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't do a lot of outdoor activities. <laughs> well, it's too damn cold uh, in yeah. the winter. Outdoor, or outdoor sport of like... But that's not true. Yeah. Hockey. Oh, yeah. People will sit outside. Oh, that's true. For a hockey game. That's crazy. Crazy talk. Ugh. There's a reason Remember why Remember when I, I was so into Coast. hockey like a couple years ago? <laughs> Remember that? Yes, you were... <laughs> downright creepily obsessed for like, with from like 2011 players. to like and hockey i was in, i always stressed that i enjoyed it on many levels 2011 to let's say 2016 yeah hockey you went to, i lived and died you went to some event i went to the nhl awards like i have been to the actual awards once and to like the red carpet twice <laughs> Jessica, you were being creepy stalkerish. I was being super creepy stalker. <laughs> oh my god, the tales, the tales that we, I could tell, but I won't. <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah. Okay, hockey. I didn't know yeah, you were over it. I didn't know. What's that? Wasn't there a specific? Yeah, Jonathan Tave. Oh, okay. Because I think was Diana had the same crush. No, 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 no. Diana like Tyler Sagan. We have to cut this out. We will be murdered by Diana. <laughs> Don't worry, it's only first name. Yeah. No, she'll still get I mean, our fives of listeners all know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, hockey players, jocks, it used to be my thing. It's no longer my thing. <laughs> Currently, my thing, I had to write it down because it made me laugh, and so now I'm going to laugh while I say it, is 
Men who look like the ghost of a homosexual Victorian farmhand who died of influenza during a long winter. <laughs> I cannot even comprehend. <laughs> it's a thing. Is it? Yeah, ask my friends, they'll vote. Yes. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Trademark and put that on a t-shirt. Give <laughs> me our first merch. Cool. <laughs> I have totally, I've to that totally derailed me. Where, what were we even talking I about forget. two um, minutes ago? Jocks. Jocks. Oh, cheerleaders not being a thing in Canada. Right. Because okay. Outdoor hockey. Outdoor hockey. Yeah. The cheerleader. Well, right. no, because how hockey, like the hockey that's huge here, is professional hockey. It's not school hockey. So, and that's where right. the cheerleading comes in, right? I mean, okay. there's the CFL and stuff has like the Sea Lions and mm. the Oilers have cheerleaders and stuff, but they're just hot girls who shake their ass. They're not like this choreographed. And there's going no to men, there's no dudes throwing yeah. and catching. Like, that's legit athletics. That's gymnastics. It's cool. <laughs> you gotta respect <laughs> that. Like, how do you throw a human being up in the air and then catch them? Yeah, I will totally agree that this is a very American thing in American movies, cheerleading being a big thing. Oh yeah. Well, because like growing up, like we always watched American movies, American TV shows. TV shows and you just assumed this. it was a thing. So it's totally normal. And, to... and you just assumed that your town was weak because yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't have these things. Yeah, why don't we have a football team? <laughs> <laughs> because of the liability. Yeah. <laughs> because Canada was onto like the concussion science way decades ahead. ahead. Yes. Oh no, wait. Hockey. Hockey. <laughs> Forget that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. lacrosse. So as I mentioned before, like this is came out in the two thousands, but it was peak nineties. Uh, we've already mentioned the frosted tips, but the one thing I wrote down, I've noticed it in other movies, but I've never mentioned it before. Jeeps. 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 Oh, oh because yeah, boyfriend drives. Yeah, a Jeep. boyfriend drove a Jeep. Clueless Jeep. <laughs> when we get to she's all that Jeep. So many Jeeps. Oh, wow. And that <laughs> was a thing. Yeah, let's keep yeah, it. No, like, okay, you'll totally notice forgotten. it now, and everything we watch, there's gonna be Jeeps galore. <laughs> wow. Soft top. Yeah, I'd forgotten that everybody had Jeeps. That even in Canada that was kind of a thing too, Is that I a think. Thing? Yeah, I and now that you say it, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of Jeeps on the road. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all soft top, and now like those are too easy to break into, so. No, <laughs> right. The world is dying and garbage, so you, <laughs> everything needs to be Fort Knox. Because <laughs> if you had a soft top Jeep in Vancouver, it would be so full of needles in the morning, <laughs> every morning. <sighs> yes, it probably would be. <laughs> so gross. Okay. So you're saying no cute boys. The yeah. frosted tips not working for you. No. Hmm. Oh no, the one guy in this movie that was legit handsome was the ballerina guy who tried out for the <laughs> during oh, the during the trial oh, okay. montage, there was the guy, the ballerina, and they played oh, it for oh, gay oh, jokes. Oh, the ballerina, not not the one who thought it was a musical. Oh uh, okay. No, not no, not no. the musical guy, not the guy doing the robot. There was like a guy in full on like ballet leotard on point right right okay he was beautiful <laughs> and they played it for gay jokes i was like dude like look how talented this guy is at dancing and how beautiful he is <laughs> <laughs> oh so uh was there a mila kunis <laughs> does kirsten dunst do it for you 
Kirsten Dunst does not do it for me. Rude, I love Kirsten Dunst. (laughs) But Eliza, Eliza Dushku, she is very cute. And I, I even made you Google in the middle of the movie, how old was she in 2000? And she was 20. So She's 20. I don't feel that bad. <laughs> so <laughs> But no, I, I am kind of aware of Eliza Dushku from... Buffy? No, stuff after after this, when she was like definitely in Doll her house. mid-20s. Yeah. I yeah, never like watched the show, yeah. but I remember thinking, I want to watch that show. Right. Because <laughs> Eliza, Eliza Dushku... Dushku. Yeah, she was kind of like a sci-fi that girl. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. She was in a lot of yeah, uh, Buffy. Oh, she was sci-fi. a Buffy and Angel. Yeah, like don't, yeah. Oh, anything that okay, was filmed she in was Vancouver, in Angel. basically. <laughs> she was in Angel because Caroline was totally into Angel. Oh, David Boreanaz. <laughs> Caroline is totally into David Boreanaz, and uh, we have DVD seasons. <laughs> I don't know how many of Angel. <laughs> there and, you go. And we watched a lot of Bones as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. So I guess I probably saw Eliza Dushku on that. But yeah, I do remember Dollhouse coming and going. And I, I never got around to watching it. She <laughs> she was my Mila Kunis of this movie. But still, eh, a little young at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a theme. Like, these movies are all 20 years old. So even though these people are adults now, they like, you know how you don't think you're older, but, like, you still kind of look the same? But, like, mm. you, you know, they're still the same person they are now as an adult. They just happen to be younger. Like, yes. if you looked at a 20-year-old now, you'd be like, oh, my God, they're 20. But, like, you, right. your brain goes back 20 years when you're looking at these people too, right? So it's like, oh, they're my age. Ish. Ish. (laughs) She's my age. (laughs) Let's move it along before we lose listeners. Oh no. Okay. (laughs) I made a note here. If you're brushing your teeth for more than two minutes with your friend's brother in the same bathroom. Lock the door. (laughs) What is that? Okay, if you're at a friend's house and you're getting ready for bed in the bathroom, do you not lock the door? (laughs) Wearing very, uh, very thin clothing at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's pajamas, to be fair. Mm. But like... That was an awkward scene to sit through. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Why is taking turns spitting your toothpaste in the sink flirting? I was like, oh, weird. That was was weird flirting. Yeah, it was weird. Something that teenagers would never do. Because teenagers, if anything else, are not super self-conscious about their body and their bodily functions. You don't think that door would be slammed tight, like even at home? Mm. Like, oh my god, my parents can't even see me brushing my teeth. Oh, private time, my body, like, is weird. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I I made a note about Eliza Dushku being way too confident and together yeah she she's just i remember being in high school and you the self-doubt about everything you do yeah even (laughs) even the one percent like you were mentioning earlier like they were were rampantly self-conscious too like that's why they had all the clothes and the everything and everything had to be perfect you know right yeah nobody's just like chill and comfortable mm. everything was on purpose and cult- well cultivated and 
<laughs> One thing we've never talked about is how in all these movies, what everybody would smell like. All of a sudden, oh. I was thinking about how, not in a gross way, okay. but like in a, very, there was very specific cologne, like CK1. My junior high just <laughs> pre-axe. like- Pre-Axe. Pre-Axe. Yeah, my, my, high, my junior high just reeked of CK1. So I think I'm going to think about that now because scent is such a specific, it triggers memory more than anything else, yes. right? So now I'm going to think about that every time we watch one of these movies that everyone smells like CK1. Or what What were some of the other ones? Uh, cucumber, melon, body mist from <laughs> like Bath Body Works or whatever. I'm sure there was a Calvin Klein cologne. That's what CK1. CK, Calvin Klein. Oh. There was also... Thank you. There was also CKB. <laughs> It was CK1 was the white bottle, and then CKB was the black bottle, but that one wasn't as popular. Oh. Because it was a bit more like musky. Yeah, there were a bunch of them. CK1. That there was like Tommy Girl, like Tommy Hilfiger. Okay. And then, yeah, other like just like body, like the body shop. Right. Because even back. Satsuma body even, shop. <laughs> even back in my day, the there were Drakkar the, Noir. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's the that's the one. Drakkar Noir. Because that was gonna get you laid. <laughs> oh my god. No, and it never did. But <laughs> Yeah, I have to tell I have to tell a tale of a friend of mine. Again, names rejected to protect the innocent. She had come to visit me because she lives out of town. And she was missing her first boyfriend, who she had at the time, who wore Dracar Noir. So I remember walking through the bay, cologne yeah. section, and then she's like, oh, I need to smell like Jose. And she like drenched herself in Dracar Noir. <laughs> wow. That's okay. what's a very specific memory. Wow. Uh, yeah, CK1. I remember the kids who couldn't afford CK1 because it was, you know, a luxury item. It was probably like $40 right. when you're 15. Mm. You don't have that kind of money. So you'd walk to the mall at lunchtime, go to the shopper's drug mart, and just douse yourself in CK1, <laughs> test sample, and then go back to school. Wow. That was... Oh, oh man. See, like I'm having all these very hyper-specific scent memories now. <laughs> it's a powerful memory. Jill. It is. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that charity car wash bikini car wash yeah obviously. well a, yeah. a bikini car wash yeah. which still do exist i would imagine um, i've no i've seen them here oh yeah yeah but not bikinis usually yeah it's like high school car washes because i did i had them for girl guides and stuff but it was never a sexy thing it was mm -hmm. always raising money for your club or your sports team or girl guides and it was yeah not, yeah, not not rubbing your boobs on the hood of a car. <laughs> You're like 16-year-old boobs. That was like yeah. so gross. I made a note here that this charity car wash was what every guy wants a charity car wash to be. <laughs> well, like yeah, that, like I said, it like was, it's a white snake video. That's why yeah. they, they misused cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> they blew their cherry pie load too soon. <laughs> oh no, cut that out. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah dumping water on each other and, yeah like it's like mm. a pill it's like the pillow fight fantasy like it's not a real thing, thing. yeah exactly it, it sounds good on paper it can be made to look good on film yeah it was like i i was watching a clip of whitney cummings comedy and now she was saying how like 
Women who say women dress for other women, that's bullshit. When I have girls' nights, if you wear your pajamas, you walk around the house with a slanket. <laughs> like someone shows up with makeup, it's like, bitch, go wash your face. What do you think this is? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I love her. She's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I also made a note in breaking it down for millennials. She's on a swing not on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, no cell phones, which was right. weird because 2000 cell phones were fairly pervasive, especially because these were and all the other rich movies. kids. The yeah. other movies too. Yeah. And right. Yeah. These are rich kids. You see yeah. the size of the house. It's, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. So these kids totally would have had cell phones. Maybe it was some sort of conscious effort to make the movie timeless. <laughs> <laughs> But doesn't it date it by I, not air, air okay, I should say air quotes don't really work well in this audio <laughs> format. Timeless air quotes. Quote. Timeless. Yeah. But in a way, it doesn't make it timeless because now everyone, everyone's got a phone all the time and is on it all the damn yeah. time. So, yeah, she's on a swing, being pushed by so Cliff. So wholesome. <laughs> Torrance. Like, what kind of name is Torrance? Torrance. Yeah, that, that's a difficult name to Yeah, tolerate. it must, yeah. I don't, yeah, I've never heard that. I think I've heard of, I think there's like some actor named Torrance. It's definitely like it's rich never, white person name yeah. that you can get away with that. Yeah. Know, not get your ass kicked all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially because they were the Toros. They were Ooh, the uh, Rancho Carney Toros. Her name was Torrance. I wonder if that was intentional or I don't know. It was a bit strange. That is. Oh, that's double weird now. Yeah. Rancho Carney Toros. Also, breaking it down, Cheer Fashion Magazine. <laughs> I bet you that's real. I bet yeah. I, I didn't look it up, but I bet you that's real. Kids, a magazine is something that is printed on paper as a glossy cover. Lots of pictures inside, yeah. and you would read it. Pardon this ASMR of me unzipping to get my phone <laughs> out of my purse to see if yeah. cheer magazines magazines cheer used to be a magazine. thing. Cheer, fashion. you would pay good money for magazines. Mm, no, it was American Cheerleader Magazine. Inside Cheerleading Magazine, Cheer Living Magazine. Well, of course they're not going to refer to a real. Oh yeah, one. just like they're just fake, like the music, and they're like fake Oprah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Everything was a knockoff in this movie to yeah. avoid licensing fees. Oh yeah, that's very true. They must have a low budget. Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah. They certainly did. There was no spend yeah, no brands, no music. To be fair, the production quality was pretty good, so I guess they spent mm. the money wisely. Yeah. It wasn't like what was the other movie where they like blew their entire budget on like that one Britney song, <laughs> like the rest of the movie was garbage. Was oh. that the, the weird Melissa Joan Hart one? I think uh. it was. Drive me crazy. Drive. Oh yeah, drive me crazy. Drive me the crazy. Britney song. Yeah, obviously that's why. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, so they blew their entire budget. They put like went all in on that one Britney song, and then everything else was really strange and like. <laughs> Probably they could have used a few more takes. They probably like, it looked real cheap. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I guess I, maybe that was Tim Burton's influence. <laughs> Tim Burton the carpenter? <laughs> yes. Incognito. Hmm. Oh, and then he made her a mix. At first I thought he was making her a mixtape. Oh, yeah. He said, I made you a tape. 
and I assumed he made a mixtape. Oh, of yeah. like The Clash and uh, like Elvis exactly. Costello. But then, no, he wrote her a song. Pop punk. Yeah. And <laughs> so at first it's just him strumming on the guitar and I'm thinking, okay, maybe the quality there you could you could kind of believe that that was recorded direct onto a, like a boom box. Yeah. But then, no, an entire band comes yeah, in of mixed. drums and bass and guitar and it's a, a studio grade recording. You, you can't, <laughs> you could not say that was recorded even on like a, a four track. Maybe that's what was featuring Joey Fatone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was, but <laughs> no, that's a studio level recording, not something he did at home for her. The, You're such an audio nerd. Uh, yes, the, <laughs> I, I'm going to pick apart any details like that. <laughs> I mean, there's always like atrocious like ADR in these movies where mm. <laughs> they've added the dialogue after the fact. Like, it's always my favorite when people shouting something from a crowd like, you suck. I think in this movie, yeah. it would have been in the dream sequence at the beginning. Nice rock! <laughs> <laughs> now, when it comes to whether this movie was woke or a joke, it had some problems. Oh, the, yeah, the language. Oh, the language. Yeah, it, there was a lot of homophobic things. Yeah. But it was kind of in that 90s... They weren't really meaning it. It was but, just no. I think it almost this one. It was almost like it was self-aware a little bit because that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were. They were dropping these things. Yeah. But in that kind of '90s way of, they, they weren't really that put out by. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I. Yeah. I sort of felt because like the way it was timed and you, like I will admit that I laughed really hard at a lot of <laughs> the like <laughs> words Things, that are not okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the timing of the timing. Them yeah. The timing. Was... And then some of the comebacks were really good. Right. Because one of the recurring themes was the football team making fun of the male cheerleaders for right. being cheerleaders. Yes. Yeah. But the football team was garbage and they lost every game. And meanwhile, the cheerleaders are like national champions but we have all the trophies Jeez. and we get all the girls and you guys suck <laughs> was kind of the comeback always <laughs> which was pretty brilliant yeah. yeah no i think that was a good touch and the fact that the one cheerleader was if he wasn't outright gay oh no what did he, he say was, he was controversial was he how was he referred to himself yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and like other than the football players. And, and, and everyone was cool with that. Yeah, too. other than Nobody... the football players. But they were, the football players were being played as like the dumb. Dumb jobs. Like they were stupid and they were losers. Like the football players were basically the losers in this movie. So, right. Yeah, like the cheerleading team obviously were, were mm -hmm. cool with it. So, yeah, that's fun. And the little brother. <laughs> you want a shit I, that's that's a pretty common trope because like oh we haven't watched she's all all that yet but uh again sassy little brother, brother. <laughs> this reminds me of when i was in high school my friend had a little brother who was a precocious little kid whenever the phone rang he would run to answer the phone <laughs> and he, he would pick up the phone and go Aurora Mortuary, you kill him, we chill him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then. Did you grow up in the 1940s? <laughs> no, I'm not that old. <laughs> but 
then his mom would come over and snatch the phone away from him. It was like, so he knew he had to answer a phone properly. He, he yeah. Couldn't, yeah. But he lived for this. He just <laughs> reveled hilarious. in being able to get to the phone and drop one of these hilarious <laughs> lines in his mind. Oh, when I... And they were hilarious. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah. When I write my, like, nostalgia film about, like, my teen nostalgia film, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> <laughs> I say, yeah, you kill them, we chill them. And another one was, you stab them, we slap them. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Were they all mortuary puns? I just remember the two. I'm sure he had like an arsenal of other <laughs> lines. And he he would be beaming afterwards, even though he was in trouble for doing it. He would just walk away beaming because he's <laughs> like, ha I won. <laughs> It's the greatest. I can see him like borrowing a joke book out of the library and getting these <laughs> jokes out of it. I envision this. We've got no track. What do we do? We've got no track. Oh no, we've got no track. Let's reel it in. Gotta get back on track to tweet. Let's get right back to. The show. Oh, when they get the finals, creepy TV show oh host voiceover. Oh my god, that guy was has been so like times up me too by now. Like, oh, that was oh. that gave me just the right creeps. But again, like I think it was being played for creeps. But oh, gross. I don't. Uh, was it being played for creeps? I think. Oh, maybe. Maybe I don't not. Know, because think of the car wash scene. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah, no. He was like, oh, short skirts and backflips. This is what I live for. for like, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This, this is middle aged director going, oh, this is hilarious. This is directed by a man. It's written by a woman. Um, it, yeah. Oh, excuse me for assuming that this is. <laughs> director was a male but come on the car wash scene <laughs> oh yeah i guess that's i mean i'm not saying women can't be problematic also i disagree <laughs> what you disagree that women can't be problematic there's too can't. many double negatives okay women can women be have equal opportunity to be problematic exactly just look at the trump white house oh politics yeah, we're not going No, there. it's just, I'm, I'm exhausted. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh yeah, another thing that held up because it's timely was when Torrance's mom was telling her to study harder and not focus on cheerleading so much. She's like, mothers have killed to, to have their daughters on, on the cheer squad or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, it's the Aunt Becky college thing. All those B-list celebrities were bribing rowing coaches to get their influencer kids into the oh, USC. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because I also had a note about that as in Sassy Mom. Oh, yeah. Because she's got, everybody had good quips and comebacks in this yeah. movie, which is. Yeah, it was, it was so well timed, like the. Unlike real life, when <laughs> you have the greatest comeback 12 hours later. I resent that. I am funny all the time. It's not that you're not funny all the time, <laughs> but somebody will get you with a burn. And you I come up with the, the yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know, later when you're brushing your teeth at night, hopefully not with your sister's 
friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but when you're brushing your teeth at night, you think of the greatest comeback that would have totally destroyed <laughs> 12 hours true. too late. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, that the mom said, no, she hired a hitman. Oh, yeah. yeah the mother <laughs> didn't do the killing. She hired a hitman. Right. I was a little disappointed that the parents were no names. Those are usually good, right. good opportunities for some good cameos. Again, budgetary. Yeah, and likewise, the choreographer guy that they hired oh, to, with the spirit, the fingers. spirit fingers. When he walked in, I was like, oh, I forget who this actor is. Like, I was totally expecting like a big cameo, like a Stanley Tucci or something. And then it was a no Random guy. guy. But he was still a highlight. Oh, he, uh, yeah. He chewed the scenery. See, this is why I didn't think I'd seen this movie before. But I do remember the Spirit Fingers thing and the fact that they had a stolen uh, routine and then they had the routine that six other teams had. Yeah. And then they kind of come up with it in three weeks, uh, yeah. a new routine that kills almost the <laughs> second place. But yeah, so I have seen at least half of this movie, yeah. but I don't remember much. I do remember yeah. the Spirit Fingers. I feel like... Do you used to have cable? Yes. So oh! These are one of those things that just show up and you're yeah. flipping through and you catch the second half. Like, I feel like that's... There are a lot of movies where I've seen two-thirds of. That's me and Mean Girls, which will probably be on the list, but I feel mm. like I've always just caught parts of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, back in the cable days. I would do that all the time, where you flipping stations and you go, oh, hey, this movie. You're like, oh, I've 30 only minutes missed, in. Yeah, 30 yeah. minutes in, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So I haven't seen the opening of a lot of movies. Uh, still, uh, I don't remember a lot of the movie. I remembered a good chunk because I mean, there's a lot of this that's like quotable, like this isn't a cheerocracy, you're being a cheer tater. Like, <laughs> that's really quotable. <laughs> <laughs> but and I totally... did they actually say, oh, bring it on, it's been brought in? I don't no, remember. No, that must have been. That's another movie. Uh, like circa, no, but it must have been like around this time when like it was just entering the vernacular. It's already been brought in. Like, I swear that was in this movie, but it wasn't. They and, never actually and, said bring it on. They always just said bring I it. remember that too, though. That's the crazy thing is that it was pop culture oh, enough. Oh, is this Mandela that, again? <laughs> the Mandela effect? <laughs> Berenstain yes. Bears? Yes. Yes. I bet you it it's, is. It's because they're messing around at CERN with all of that. <laughs> right. That high timelines. energy forcing alternate timelines. <laughs> that was an excerpt from Andrew's one-man play, The Truth and Other Damned Lies. But I think you're right, though. This is totally one of those things. I remember that line so vividly, but I guess it doesn't exist. Uh, and I do, too. And it was on TV or a commercial or something. Or it maybe there's another movie. Been, yeah. Or maybe Bring It On too. Maybe it's maybe. in the second movie. <laughs> well, I love that we're like wildly theorizing. Meanwhile, like one of our five sub listeners is going to be like screaming through <laughs> the iPod <laughs> screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or or phone screen, yeah. I refuse to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I Googled so much else. I'm done Googling. Oh, I did like in the stereotypes that the crowd doesn't care about their own football team. Oh, like, yeah. un unlike in every other American movie where everyone's crazy about the home team, yeah. you know, football team, the crowd does not give a shit <laughs> I know. about it was the really, team. It was played for last really well. 
and they go absolutely nuts when the cheerleaders come out. Yeah, and that's like, when the marching what? band strikes up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before that, the team comes out and they're like, yeah, whatever, you losers. So, and then they start a fight with the other team, yeah. like, before the game even starts. You know, in real life, that would be an immediate disqualification. Yeah, I think the game still continued, didn't it? No. Oh, yeah, they had the fight, but then they did the game anyway. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, in real life, that would that would be the end of the game. They would forfeit their win to the opposing team. Probably. Yeah. Or, or they both... No, they'd both probably... Or they get suspended and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but it was such a non entity that it just happened in the background the the big plot there was the clovers showing up to be like you stole all our cheers and then being and, all yeah, sassy the, and that yeah they knew all the cheers they did their routine yeah live in front of them yep <laughs> another stereotype that comes up is last minute comeback speech this is like three weeks out from finals. oh yeah <laughs> kirsten comes in and gives the speech to rally the troops and they're all gonna do it and put together an amazing performance. It, it was yeah. an amazing Yo, performance yeah. in three weeks time, which yeah. was stretching it a bit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have any other? Not notes? really. I mean, I was entertained, but now it's like, I think it's probably the same reason where I didn't remember most of this movie because it's like, it's entertaining, but it's not memorable, I guess. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, yeah I would say like that the details movie, of it, like the idea of it, like I said, have stuck around the cheerocracy thing, like Spirit Fingers. Yeah, Spirit yeah, Fingers. That, that's like, stuck in my brain. Yeah. But most of this movie is And it spawned five goddamn sequels. Yeah. <laughs> I, was yeah. It, I don't know if it was a huge box office map. It, it must have been done decently well. Like huh. I think it's one of those things where because it came out, you know, it was the next teen movie that came out. Right. So it was just you didn't have the internet, so you just went yeah. to the movies, and that was what was out in probably February of 2000. Right. Not a lot of, like, box office competition. Hmm. So. If, if only there was a way to look these things up. <laughs> it's no. unfortunate. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored of this movie. <laughs> I'm bored of talking about it. Shall we wrap it up? Yes, I think it's time to wrap it up, because we've, <laughs> we've talked it out. Yeah. Okay. So now's the part of the show where we don't know how to end it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're still working on that part. Yeah, not very hard, but no, <laughs> that's what editing is for. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can find us on social media at Swimcast S W Y M Cast on both Twitter and Instagram, or email us at Swimcast at gmail.com. And be nice. Yeah, and be nice. I know. <laughs> like, oh, and we, let, like, we really stress this. Be nice. I would, I would value feedback such as where it is it's already been brought in, where it came from. <laughs> like, I'm I'm asking for that feedback, so please, somebody else Google it. <laughs> yeah, and and with without hostility and anger that we don't know these things. Yeah, if you could not start the tweet or the email with actually, it would be really appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> right yes be nice or we'll block you it, it's really that simple <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so and yeah thank you to stermonics for all the music so uh stick around after the credits for another track and we'll see you next time okay see ya bye
Hi there, Stermonics here. Stick around for my recording entitled Romo Koino with Chicago Word Brigade. Chicago Word Brigade can be heard on SoundCloud. Link in the show notes. Following the song, there will be outtakes. Those do create a lot of outtakes. Holding the future into now. Stermonics on SoundCloud. Okay, let's move on to what today's movie is. Well, today's movie, you've actually seen. 
But I think it still qualifies for our theme because I've seen it 20 or 30 times. <laughs> it is a classic, to end all classics, of 90s teen girl films. It is the 1995 classic. <laughs> I used classic too many times, I ran out of words. All right. Oh. Will this podcast make it to episode six? Five. <laughs> Caroline, come back. Come back. <laughs> Do it again, but episode five, because this oh, is four. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Caroline, can you control your phone? <laughs> Where did she go? Is she in the room? And is she sleeping? I don't know. <laughs> but we were in a lull. <laughs> I know it's HQ time. I gotta let it go. Yeah. It doesn't have Scott Rogowski anymore, so what even is the point? <laughs> okay. All of my entertainment circles around cute boys. Mike's still running. <laughs> this is what? all good outtake material. <laughs> See, we should turn you should turn it on before I even get here. We'd have so much material. So much editing. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks. Holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god.